Hi. How's Hi. it going? It's going. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I got nice. my daily dose of what's up on the internet <laughs> from you and the lady friend downstairs. and Make you feel good? I'm feeling like, what's the point, you know? <laughs> But uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about some shit and upload our voices onto the internet. <laughs> Woo! Let's put some good in the world, huh? Yeah. We're all here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, oh, da da boom. What uh, what did you what did you bring me here to talk about today? Ahsoka, Ahsoka. Yeah, I, I was about to grab my phone and then I thought about it. I went, you know what? No, let's just dive right in. Ahsoka. We're just diving right into the big one. In. Ahsoka. Spoilers S- for season one of Ahsoka. Season one spoiler. Yes. Which I didn't think I would have to say season one. Ah. I thought this would be a. <laughs> I thought this would be a one-off thing, uh, but very clearly, spoilers very clear. getting to the end. It's yeah. going to set up a season two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's dive into it. How did you like it overall? I think I've said this before, but it's such a difficult thing to to for me to say because I'm so biased about Star Wars, right? I just love Star Wars, so yeah. it's really hard for me to dislike something. Yeah. Um I think the biggest thing that I took as an insult as a Star Wars fan was the um whole bike thing with uh, Boba Fett, Book of Boba. Oh, the, the Power Rangers on their Vespas. <laughs> that had no sand or sun damage to them at all. Uh, yeah. Perfectly bright. No sense of speed. Blue, yeah. Bright red. No bad, sense bad, of bad. understanding of speed. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was the only thing I could really criticize. But and that and also the stupid fight scene um, at the end. When they're all yeah. huddled behind the vehicle. Oh, oh my God. Pew, pew. Oh, <laughs> run on the other side, everybody. Oh. Yeah. Um, I loved it. <laughs> Ahsoka was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka was great. I it think. Sure was. It t- I'll be honest, though. It took me a moment to understand the Rosario Dawson mm. Ahsoka. It took me a while to get on board with that. I Even think- after her appearances in The Mandalorian and Boba Fett. She, it was so short. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have to focus on it, and I did in this one. Obviously, um, I would say it took me about an episode. Yeah, to kind of be like, okay, this is Ahsoka. You know, it's interesting. I just mentioned the couple episodes of The Mandalorian she was in in the Book of Boba Fett. The first episode she was in was when she was infiltrating that fortress from mm-hmm. the outside, um, and she meets uh, Baby Yoda and says that his name is actually Grogu. Um, and then she, uh, she like infiltrates, gets up to the lady's name, Morgan Elsbeth, mm-hmm. uh, and says, where is Thrawn? This feels like a direct sequel to that episode, even though she was in the book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian season three, I think was she, wasn't she? Yes. Um, cause so she, was, it, she visited Luke. That was in Boba Fett. I, I don't think was she Mando. was in Mando three. I, I thought that was in Mando. No, it was in Boba Fett. Um, oh, yeah, because they did two Mando episodes. And Exactly. So That's why it, you think it's Mando, because it was when they just ran out of Boba Inception. Fett. So there was a third off. dream layer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was one step above Star Wars limbo. <laughs> yes. um, but, uh, yeah, this, this feels like the Luke stuff didn't really matter like it almost felt like oh we need to put her in there too to remind fans that her show is coming so just have her be there with luke she's just no there no with no, luke. no 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 i think they, i think you needed to do that because everybody would have everybody would have asked how did she know grogu but not luke 
Sure, yeah, it would have sure. been. How did she not run into Luke? It was really cool to see her. It was so fucking hanging cool. with Luke. It was so fucking cool. Like it was, it was so awesome. Like you see them and you're like, oh my god, oh oh my god, they probably <laughs> shared stories about Anakin. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. So that's that's headcanon for me. Yeah, and then this obviously picks up with the Morgan Elsbeth, where's Thrawn? Blah blah blah. Um. It also felt. I've seen a lot of people say this, and it really did. It feels like Rebels season five. <laughs> Like it does because it was more rebels than I thought. I thought the rebels would make like guest appearances. Nope. But it was like Sabine's show to a pretty large extent. I think to. Yeah. Uh, Like it felt almost more like a Sabine show than an Ahsoka show. I think Ahsoka was the emotional through line. um, So it really was her show. But I feel like I almost think if you measure the screen time, we got just as much, if not a little bit more Sabine than Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting. Um, we're like, reminded me of like Captain America Civil War was like borderline Tony Stark's movie <laughs> rather than a Captain America movie. Yeah. But there was the through line of Captain America, like the emotional Well, it was line. more of an Avenger movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I liked it a lot. It was a very slow build. Not very slow build. I liked episode one. And then I liked episode two quite a bit. And then I really liked episode three. And then episode four was great. Episode five was awesome. <laughs> episode six was amazing. Episode seven was insane. And episode eight was pretty good. <laughs> like, I do think it kind of ended on like a little like, oh, okay. That was that was pretty good. Like, I I was expecting a little bit more of an ending because of how it kept escalating and being cooler and cooler. Well, um, I, I like how it ended with them uh, not winning. Yeah. They, they flipped places with Thrawn and Ezra. Yeah. Thrawn and Ezra get out and Sabine and Ahsoka get stuck. Yeah. Um so I think a pretty great deal of season 2 will probably happen on that planet. Um and the different galaxy um because now you have Shin and Balin stuck there. Um and Ahsoka and Sabine stuck there, so there's plenty to do there. I'm curious if Balin cares about them. It sounds like he doesn't really care about them. He he's cares off about, to do his old thing. He's doing his own journey at this point. Which, let's talk about that, first of all. Ray Stevenson crushed it. Yes. I think he stole the season. You think so? I think he was the best part of the show. I thought he was in, in, intense. Few, from the very first scene, which opened with him, uh, Hati and Skull. Which, by the way, did I did we talk about those names? Uh, we haven't Shin, talked about Ahsoka yet. Shin Hati and Balin Skull. Um, Skull and Hati. Like the second I saw those characters' names, the the Swedish in me was like, oh, because uh, Skull and Hati are the two wolves that chase the sun and the moon, which is the reason oh, in really? Norse mythology that the sun and the moon rise and set is because there's wolves chasing them constantly across the sky. Or like they are the wolves that turned into the sun and the moon and they're constantly chasing each other or something like that. So I'm like, that's interesting. Okay. That's Star Wars characters. And then the three Night Sisters are named after the three fates from Greek mythology. Um, I forget their names, but like they're almost identical. Which, by the way, I love seeing Night Sisters, live action Night Sisters. I was so excited. Live action green fire magic is like, yeah. oh my God, I never yeah. thought we would get this. I thought that was, okay, Dave Filoni, you could go off and make your cartoons. Oh my God, we saw it in yeah, live that action. Was so is cool intense. to see. Also, you know, now that you say that, they, the way they dressed. And the looked, yeah, very like black and white. You come to us for your. Like, oh no, I meant I like, meant uh, uh, Balin and Shin. Oh sure, yeah, 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 
Yeah, like light sun and, and moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she usually wore white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. But he, I, his story was so fascinating. I couldn't tell. Like, I could tell there was going to be some swing between those two. Like, one of them goes full evil and one of them still holding on to some morals or something like that. But it was really, he just wanted something else. Like, he was like, like, we both want the same thing, but for different reasons. He was very... Uh borderline gray yeah to me i really liked it dark gray dark gray like obviously they gave they really implied it with the with the red lightsaber and everything but the way he kind of dark orange lightsaber i'm sorry dark (laughs) orange lightsaber not fully red but the way he spoke was always very much uh yeah he was always just like oh the jedi just they 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 didn't really know yeah they didn't truly know. Didn't really vibe with them, you know? Yeah, that's the way he would say it. He wouldn't say, like, oh, the, the Jedi. I did it. He was never that angry and mad and upset sounding. He was always very just, no, they were always limited by themselves. Yeah. They didn't ever try. <laughs> and to as a fan yeah. who've seen the prequels, I'm like, D- D- he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. That's what that's what happened. Um, yeah, so really interesting. Uh, and then, so it, speaking of his lightsaber fighting was awesome it was very like samurai all the lightsaber fights in the show were yeah. uh, incredible like yes. borderline the best we've ever seen save for the mustafar battle in episode three still the best lightsaber it was um it was less it was less speed and action of episode one and two and it was more it was a combination of that from episode three with that samurai style of empire strikes back yeah the ferocity of it. The ferocity and like quick strikes and, and also yeah, just balanced and sizing each other up and yeah, and then striking different stances. Yeah. yeah. And techniques. Yeah. I really like the focus on that because that's such a huge thing in Star Wars and almost every other media besides the, the movies and TV shows of like the lightsaber stances of like style four, or like stance yeah. four or whatever is like what Anna can use. I don't know if that's accurate, but there's all sorts of that kind of stuff. Um, and they like really got into it in this, even the holographic Anakin training montage yeah. that they did. Um, but yeah, uh, Balin Skull, Ray Stevenson, uh, rest in peace. You know, he passed away. No, that actor passed away before the, the show came out. Are you serious? Yeah. So I did not know this. Yeah. How did he pass? Uh, I think like, I think don't quote me on this, but I think just really quick cancer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like late stage four they found. And it was like 53. That's so young. Yeah. He was also, he was one of the warriors three from Thor. He was Volstag, the one with the big red hair and the beard. And he was like the big guy. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah. It's the same guy. <laughs> one of Thor's buddies. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not messing with you, man. Um, Just such opposite roles. Yes. <laughs> Very grim, jaded ex-Jedi who's <laughs> on his mission for power or something like that. Oh, wow. So they can't re- they can't recast him. I mean, well, they were like, and stay tuned for season two of what this guy's going to do. They got to do something. I think I think that's a recast. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like you can't you can't recast Carrie Fisher, but I think you can recast this character who was introduced as a side character in a spinoff show of Star Wars. I don't know, man. He did a good job. He crushed it. He definitely left big shoes to fill. But that's a that's a thing that the Lucasfilm 
if that's still what that company is called, we'll have to deal with. Or they can minimize the role and just change the story to focus more on Shin. Oh my god, I would hate that. Because literally, he was the thing I was most invested in all season. Besides, like, can't wait to see Ezra, can't wait to see uh, Thrawn, stuff like that. But I was like... Can't wait to see what this guy's up to. Yeah. And the season ends with, all right, I'm going that way. <laughs> it's like, fuck, really? Season two? I mean, Obi-Wan ended that way. With what? I'm going to go out this way. And Qui-Gon was like, all right, let's go for a walk. Yeah. Like, that's how that ended. They set up a... I mean, they, that was a... <laughs> that was a... It could be up to your imagination, or we could do a season two. I think that was a really intelligent... Do we know there's a season two? No. Still unconfirmed if they want to do a season two. I specifically think their plan was to make one season and leave it open to the possibility of a season two. And I think with the way they set it up, it would be a much more mystical side of the force, which you don't really see that often. No, you don't. Uh, This was Ahsoka was more like the fantasy side of Star Wars, less so mystical, but like witches uh, and intergalactic space whales. (laughs) I guess. I mean, it was definitely more fan. This is the most fantasy Star Wars has ever been. I don't think it's fantasy. Action. It's like they're the, they've been around though. Like the what? Witches of Dathomir, Sisters of Dathomir. But yeah, outside of all cartoons, that's been around. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's been around. The whales yeah. were around in Rebels. Yeah, but I'm talking about like in live action. Ahsoka, I think, is the most fantasy the show has ever been. Oh. Like oh, Mandalorian okay. is borderline the most grounded. No, Andor is the most grounded. It's ever Andor been. is definitely the most grounded. Andor is a little too real right now. I, I don't think they should release another Andor season. I think they got give chill. us time to heal. Yeah, no, let us chill right now, especially with what's happening in the world. Yeah, fucking chill. We don't need that kind of realism right now. Yeah, chill. I've uh, I've talked about how I just can't get through The Last of Us Two, even though I know it's going to be an incredible game, just because I can't deal with that on my plate on top of all the other stuff that's on my plate with the world right now. Andor season two is kind of approaching that territory for yeah, me. Like, like not yet. A little too real. Not I yet. think Andor is the most realistic. Yeah. Grounded to your point. I think Mandalorian uh was the most like wild wild west. Wild West Western Gunslinger action adventure gunslinger adventure of the week type story thing. Comple- complete like the criminals run the run the situation. Yeah. Kind of Boba Fett was like B movie. <laughs> fucking robert rodriguez i don't even know what 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 it, what book of boba would fall under schlock i don't know schlock i like i think b movie like robert rodriguez that's his thing he made spy kids he made shark boy and lava girl he made machete he made uh desperado um okay. he made uh from dawn till dusk like he makes he makes b movies that's his thing okay um and then this is fantasy. like if you compare all those and this the movies, is, this is fantasy. Like yeah. it's well, it's they, yeah, it's also fantasy because it ties into some of the older lore you need to know. Like you yeah. need to understand Thrawn. Yeah, exactly. You need to understand where they stand, like where this is taking place in time. Right? Yeah, you need to understand that the, about the space whales. You need to understand about <laughs> Ezra. You need to understand about rebels and uh, like yeah. the history that happened there and the training and uh, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, and just to kind of, uh, there's a lot of topics with this show that I think we'll have to talk about. So to like r- kind of wrap up Balin's skull, you saw like where he was standing in that last shot, right? The statues of, uh, so for those who haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels, I will be the millionth person to tell you they're worth it. They yes. are, they're, um, they're, there's a lot more so Rebels is like a kid's show. Ooh. Clone oh, okay, Wars okay, starts yes, as a yes. kid's show, and then whoops, war crimes. Yeah, and then, yeah, 
off quickly. Yeah. It quickly goes into me going, this is a kid's show? Yeah. This is not for fucking kids. Which I saw... I saw this clip of some Star Wars con or celebration when they announced Clone Wars and like George Lucas got on stage to announce, we're going to make a cartoon animated show and it's going to take place between episodes two and three because we didn't have tough time to tell the whole story of the Clone Wars in the movie. So it's going to be cool. And it's, I know what you're thinking. It's a cartoon. It's not necessarily for kids, but I'm not saying that we're going to make like a South Park for Star Wars. It's just going to be, it's like, it's more grown up. It's not like an adult cartoon. It's just a cartoon that's accessible to kids kids but it's also for grown-ups and like that was their whole pitch and it's like oh okay well they nailed that <laughs> like kids will definitely like the hu yang teaching kids how to build lightsabers and yoda jumping around and being all goofy and jar jar and r2 and all the little side characters little baby <laughs> job of the hut shit like that but uh but then there's also war crimes and like huge ethical conundrums. Ethical conundrums, sacrifice, torture, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, dude, like <laughs> dismemberment. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, just, just <laughs> gaslighting. Just <laughs> it was insane My stuff God. in that. Yeah, Rebels is definitely more campy action adventure. Yes. It's a good cartoon show it's like a it's saturday morning show. it's saturday morning cartoon it's heavy saturday morning is what i would call it yeah and it starts light and gets heavier and heavier as it goes and then it ends and it's like fucking epic shit like and this ahsoka really is season five of rebels yeah but live action and more for adults um there's more straight up murder in this <laughs> but uh there's some really cool stuff that that the world between worlds where Ahsoka first bumps into Anakin, mm -hmm. that's straight from Rebels. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things straight from Rebels. All the characters, Hera, that's also Sabine. I'm Ezra. pretty sure it's been a while. I know it's not the same same place, but I know. I guess spoilers for Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, when Anakin runs into the father, the son, and the daughter, yeah, that's not the same dimension, right? That's a different. No, world. that's. I think that he actually went to a planet. He went to Mortis. Like, those are the gods okay. of Mortis, and Mortis is a place. So he, yes. like, traveled there, okay. where the world between worlds is, like, there's portals that open up to it, and it is another dimension. Okay. Because they did find that in Rebels, but I was remembering, like, I was remembering the whole thing with uh, uh, Ezra, and he was able to, like, touch, like, look at different time. Mm -hmm. But then I remember, I guess it's called Mortis, I forget the name of it, but I thought that was a different dimension that Anakin got pulled into with Obi-Wan. And um, yeah. I think Ahsoka was there, too, and that was the whole, like, we are the Force. Yeah. Like... Like this, the father is like the force, the son is the dark side, the daughter is the light side. The Ahsoka like dies and the daughter sacrifices herself to bring Ahsoka back to life. So Ahsoka is also like the reincarnation of the daughter, which is yeah. the light side of the force. So, yeah. um, so and the that little owl bird thing that you see at the end of Ahsoka in the last episode that kind of flies away that is like an owl thing that represents the daughter and always shows up kind of mystically. She was also in the very last episode of clone wars. Um, so there's a lot there and there's a lot to unpack with, uh, when Balin skull is standing, he's standing on the statue of the father. Yes. Who's pointing out he's his pointing. finger, pointing at Mount doom or whatever yeah. off in the distance. That's like flashing with a light. Literally have no idea what that means. Yeah. Haven't seen anybody online figure out what that means. He's standing on the statue of the father. The son statue is there next to him, and the daughter statue is like crumbled, um, which might 
just be because that statue crumbled or it might represent because like the daughter doesn't exist anymore. It represents something. But it goes back <laughs> to my point of, of saying like, um, that's why I thought it was tied to that mm. when she went to that same place and I was confused because I was like, wait a minute. I remember what happened with the three of them. Yeah. So I've, the connection here is what again? Yeah. So like that was me trying to figure it out again. Um, how was it seeing the rebels in live action for you? Sabine they nailed it. Sabine, Hera, Ahsoka, Ezra, Chopper. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. 100%. I thought it was great. All of them. The casting was, was amazing. I was nervous about Ezra. I was nervous too until I saw him and heard him. And he went, started no, talking perfect. about fucking that's him. That's him. That's Ezra. Yep. <laughs> He's so good. Yep. I think Sabine was great. Sabine felt the most different, but it was good. It felt like an evolution of the character. I think Sabine was the most evolved. Yeah. Because Sabine had the most emotional impact, I think. Yeah. Of having Because Ezra is just completely gone. So we have no clue what's happening. Um, Hera is, we've already seen, and Hera is clearly in a, in a role of responsibility. Yeah. It's and, cool to see her as a general. That's new. Yes. She yes. was a captain or just a pilot before. I at think the just end of Rebels. Pilot. She's a freaking general. Yeah. So good for her. Which was cool. Um, but yeah, Sabine felt the most troubled. Yeah. I mean, that's it, you see Sabine during four seasons of Rebels, and then the season ends, or the Rebels ends with Ezra doing the space whales and taking Thrawn and his ship away to that, yeah. to we didn't know where until Ahsoka started. And this Sabine was Sabine after l essentially losing that battle and losing her best friend. Um, so it was, it was very cool to see. It, it made sense for her to be the most different because she was affected the most. Yeah. Um, Ahsoka had obviously grown a lot, but also like became very distant with Sabine. So like it all just felt right. It felt like a season five of Rebels that takes place, what, nine, ten years after Rebels ended? I think um, ten. Yeah. But then also Ahsoka grew because when Ahsoka goes through her whole experience with Anakin, mm -hmm. you notice she does her whole Gandalf the white and everything she wears is, is white. Yes. Right. Which we've seen her as quote unquote Ahsoka the white. And uh, <laughs> I think it's at the end of Rebels or at the end of Clone Wars. She like shows up in some like post credit scene or epilogue where she's wearing all white. And you're like, what's that about? That's clearly an older version it's of her. It's because she's the daughter. It, well, it's because she's the daughter, but it clearly takes place in the future. And mm. I think that takes place in the future after this season. So like oh, this season, yes, we yes, saw yes. her become her fullest self yes. after completing her training with Anakin while yeah. she was dying and yeah. went to the world between worlds. So cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that saying that sentence was so cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, the seeing the rebels was cool. Seeing live I, action clone wars live. Yeah. Live action clones, phase one and phase two armor, live action, young Ahsoka. Yo, with oh my gosh. Anakin Snips. in the armor. Snips. So, so, okay. So that's the character that your lady friend and I talked about. Uh, like we knew that there were rumors of that Hayden Christensen being in, in the show in some way. And I was thinking like, Oh, we might get a force ghost. We might get like a, like a flashback. Uh, we might get like a hologram or something like that. We got all three. Yeah, we got <laughs> so all of them. That, so that was cool. But then like, I didn't know how soon he was going to show up. I, Ahsoka falls off and I'm like, man, how are they going to tie Anakin into this? And then it, it's the world between worlds. I'm like, oh, she's going to go somewhere and like meet old Anakin. Like she's going to travel back to the past again. master Anakin. And then you just hear, who's next? Yeah. And I, I was laying down on my couch and I shot up. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Rita's like, whoa, what? Yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, uh, Snips is why Anakin called Ahsoka yeah. during the Clone Wars. Yeah. And then you see him and it's just, it's him. It's just him. Like the de-aging looks so good. Well, it's uh, easy too when he's shimmering in blue. Like it makes <laughs> yeah. it easy to, to cover up any of that. Yeah. And then like the whole next episode was just a treat. Like people have called it fan service, but they call it fan service for a reason. I love like, the fan service. Give me so, that fan service. It was good though. Give like, me that fan service. It added to her character arc. Yeah. Like it was what she needed. Um, and it showed us a lot of uh, like we saw it in action in the Clone Wars show, but you you saw a lot of like that inner turmoil get out, outwardly expressed. Yeah. Like the I'm a child soldier thing, like that was never really strictly addressed. Yeah, that was never really spoken about in the Clone Wars, and here we're hearing about it now finally, which yeah. is like I'm a child and you're teaching me how to kill everything. And he's like, Yeah, because you need to kill her, you will be killed. Yeah. This is war. And Balin kind of mentioned that to yeah. uh Shin of like it was really confusing times. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was not a cool time to be a Jedi because yeah. they put us all to work. Yeah. Uh and then um who Yang mentions that about Kanan Jarrus mm-hmm. of like, he was a very shy boy yeah. because <laughs> the dude was going through some shit. Yeah. He was very, and like when he talked about uh, Anakin, of just, he was very intense. Intense. <laughs> Which I loved that we have a canonical description of Anakin being intense. Um, he was an intense student. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of the flashback, young Ahsoka. You've seen you've seen Infinity War, right? And you've seen the Barbie movie. Yes. Um, yes. I was like Infinity you know, War and Star Wars. Or? No. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've seen. Young Ahsoka was played by Young Gamora from the yes, flashback she of familiar. Thanos. She looked very familiar. And the daughter from the Barbie movie, like America Ferrera's daughter, that's Young Gamora and Young Ahsoka is like the teenage girl from the Barbie movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the same actress for all three. She looks so much younger as Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, makeup and she's a different color and stuff like yeah, that. True. But Wow. Imagine, like, Zoe Saldana is has been in, like, the three highest grossing movies of all time playing uh, the, the blue chick and... <laughs> Avatar 1, Avatar 2, and Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Right? Um, is Avatar 2 that high? It's Avatar 1, Endgame, and I thought it was Infinity War. Gamora, Gamora, and Neytiri. Um, but uh, I, I don't know this actress's name, but she got to play Young Ahsoka and Young Gamora and oh, was also in the Barbie movie. So lucky. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So that was very cool. Seeing uh, like Anakin with like the Clone Wars haircut. Like we never got that. We got We've never the, seen live action Anakin like that. Yeah. We got like the buzz cut with the General Padawan Armor. braid. And then we got long shaggy hair, like yep. rock and roll band. <laughs> but then we never got like that Clone Wars, like he's growing his hair out hair and we got it with the general armor. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was, I was shamelessly geeking out in front of my fiance of just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm annoying. This is the fucking coolest this thing. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they didn't have apparently the budget to DH Tamora Morrison, who plays all the clones, because you never see his face. Yeah, no. She even talks to a clone who has his helmet off, but just has a towel over his head because he's injured, quote unquote. Because like they they blew their whole budget on DHing Hayden. <laughs> that they didn't couldn't afford it. Does he look that old? He he looks like he's in his forties. 
Really? Um, so they they had to de age him. Yeah, he's got some wrinkles and he's got some like it was squint it was smoky lines. and cloudy. You didn't need to do that. They really cloudy. they didn't need to go so hard. I also saw some behind the scenes of like him talking to Dave Filoni about like the character and I I think the character would be more like this and blah 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 and like he looks great. Like they, oh, yeah. they didn't really have. He's to. been he's been keeping up his diet and exercise. Yeah, for sure. They they didn't have they could have make up make up him uh, a little bit and been fine. Um, I want more of him. Yeah, that's not enough. Give me more I'm, Hayden Christensen in modern Star Wars. Yeah, games. give me. I'm more. so glad he's been back for like two shows in a row, <laughs> and just like we, more. he's been great. More, and, like it really goes to show. Yeah. It was the writing, not the yeah. acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more. We need more. Yeah, we need more. Of more redemption. The dude. It's another one of those videos that's in my rotation of every time. Whenever I need a pick me up. I'll go back to his like Star Wars celebration announcement when they, oh, he comes out because it stage. was public that he was going to be in Obi Wan. It's like oh, Aiden it Christensen was. is going to be playing Darth Vader in Obi Wan. Oh, they didn't announce it the day of when he walked on stage. No, but then it was like, ladies and gentlemen, Ewan McGregor, oh! ladies and gentlemen, Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen, and it was like the crowd erupted. <laughs> Everyone was on their seats, uh, out of their seats, and he like walks in and he's like get, getting weepy. Like he yeah. sits down to ear and gives him a big hug and Ewan gives him this look and be like, welcome back, bro. Uh, yeah. Like, this is for you, buddy. Yeah. Like, see, I told you they still love you. And like, he's like, he like tries to talk and he gets chucked up and he like wipes away a tear and he's like, it's great to be back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like people go fucking nuts. <laughs> I want more Hayden. Yeah. Well, also, to your point, again, George Lucas, it is your fault. If you listen to how he, like his performance in Ahsoka, mm-hmm. his dialogue is better than all the dialogue in the prequels combined. It's and it was so good. It's Every a, line was like cold as ice. It's just <laughs> bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Yeah, just uh, it's just that's all it takes. Yeah, it was like <laughs> wow. It looks like it was all like yeah. we all assumed it was just George Lucas deciding yeah. to be like, no, oh, you need to be mad at sand. <laughs> No, be like really mad at sand. Like, I'm, I'm going to make episode two a political love story. <laughs> but you need to hate sand. Uh, Boba Fett was a clone, actually. <laughs> oh, oh my god, um, um, he was great. He was great. Um, uh, let's talk about Thrawn. Thrawn's back. Yes, Thrawn is back. Uh, we mentioned it in passing. I don't. I know it's. I know it's Thrawn. Yeah. Doesn't look the part still. Yeah. Doesn't look the part still. Same voice actor. I the know. The actor is I, the voice actor. I mean. It's Thrawn. Mads Mikkelsen's brother. So two brothers who are both in Star Wars, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, How good is Rogue One? Oh my God. <laughs> Quick side note, Rogue One Holy still slaps. Fuck. I just imagine when you said that, I imagine the beginning field scene. Yeah. When um uh, a uh, farmer, a man of your yeah, talents, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking good. It's a peaceful life. Yeah. <laughs> but that that thick, juicy Danish accent. Oh, oh my God. It's Both so of good. them, too. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> so yeah, we were talking about Thrawn. I think his wig was a little off. Uh, he didn't... He I, he wasn't... I mean... not. It's not a, a, a body negativity thing, but like Thrawn is a tall, lanky, skinny, gaunt dude. Gaunt, skinny. And Lars Mikkelsen just isn't. Like, he's yeah. a, like a... You know, fit. You know, Danish they, you, guy. You know where it worked. Yeah, when they didn't do full 
shots of him standing. When they did anything from the torso up, yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like, his arms go. are behind his back, which kind of slims his torso, and his face looked pretty good. And they put the little divots in his forehead to give him that, like, His facial throng. expressions, when they focused on his facial expressions, yeah, that's Thrawn. But the second it was like, there's Thrawn standing there, I was like, that's not Thrawn. That's yeah. a dude that's, that's colored blue. <laughs> that's, exactly. <laughs> that's blue Lars Mikkelsen. <laughs> Uh, that's a really good Thrawn, Thrawn cosplay. <laughs> yes, that's what that is. But then when they zoomed up, it just went, oh, okay. And there he is, talking. there he is, there, there he is. is. Uh, speaking of the zoom up, his eyes were fucking Perfect. red. Perfect. I thought the contacts were a little intense. Ezra's blue-ass eyes, like, they are Ezra's were, were very blue. Very blue. And Thrawn's, I but thought, Thrawn's were, were very perfect. red. I mean, they're very red in, like, the source material in the comics and yes. in, the, in the books and the show, the cartoon. Um, but yeah, he was great. I did think... I, I, for the live action folks who don't know who Thrawn is, I don't think they gave people enough reason to like fear him because like his power comes from his like pure strategic intelligence, like military, like he, he's a genius. He's a military genius strategist. And like, we didn't really see that. He just said like, every time something lost, like, oh, we lost the two TIE fighters. Uh, it's all all part of the plan. <laughs> like it's, it's full of the bigger picture and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he gets away and he wins. But like, I want it. And this isn't my original thought, but I heard a YouTuber say this and I thought, yes, yes, yes. That is what we needed. Like he needed to... Go back to the the real Star Wars galaxy, win, leave, space battle, fucking annihilate everybody. Be like, I'm back. I knew what would happen. I knew you'd be waiting for me. Blah, blah, blah. Here's my counter defenses that I set up ahead of time. Here's my, I'm tricking you. I'm setting a decoy over there. You think you won. Now I'm annihilating your whole fleet. And then end of season and be like, fuck, he's around now. <laughs> like This yeah. is bad news. But we really just got him saying like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I win. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, so he won. He escaped. Why is that bad for us? So that is a downside to this. Um, that is 100% a downside to the show is that you do need to be a fan of Star Wars yeah. to understand it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't, there is that as a downside. Yeah. And my fiance was pretty into dark about a lot of stuff. We had to pause a few times and I had to explain who characters were. I only had to explain two things. I, I paused and I was like, so do you know about Thrawn? And she goes, no. I go, okay. He's uh, a psychotic, brilliant military strategist. Yeah. And he's the best there ever was. Yeah. And yeah, so he's terrifying because he is a psychopath. In he's terms of his strategy. AI, essentially. He cares. Yeah, he cares only about the win. Yep. She goes, At oh. all costs. She goes, okay. And I go, yeah, play. Um, <laughs> and then another one I paused and I was like, okay. So, real quick background is that, like, so Ezra is actually <laughs> more trained than Sabine because yeah. Ezra was actually like a Padawan. He actually had a master, he actually went through training. That's from the show Rebels. That's why he's more Jedi like. Yeah. Because this guy came out of nowhere and was just like, I'll just use the Force. And he's just throwing people around. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So that he's actually much more Force attuned. And not to go down the rabbit hole, he actually did a lot more with the Force back in Rebels. Long story short, that's it. He opened up a portal. Yeah, to the, he opened up a fucking the world between worlds. By the way, with Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, like, with Darth Maul. Yeah, and I was just like, so that's that's that. She went okay. Uh, yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that's about it. Yeah, that's it. And then, like, the obvious things, like, Sabine and Ahsoka work together. Apparently, they were, like, Master Apprentice after Rebels, because that wasn't really a thing in Rebels. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, so, that was, like, a cool little unspoken backstory. Of didn't just, like, Rebels end with uh, them saving Ahsoka, and that was it? Didn't this didn't end after that? Because they saved Ahsoka, uh, and then Ezra blasted off with Thrawn. No, that, that was, that was a, the battle of uh, the planet they were on at the beginning, the one where Sabine lived on. Uh, Lothal. 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 Um, it was that battle. I don't remember if they were saving Ahsoka. I literally watched Ahsoka the... because they saved Ahsoka from she was fighting Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like pulled her out through the portal and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't quite remember. Okay. I watched the last season of that show as it was coming out because all my coworkers were like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. And I was like, all right, I'll catch up and then we'll watch the finale live, which I also managed to do with Clone Wars. I never watched the Clone Wars until season seven was coming out. Like after like Disney, any of it, after Disney plus launched is when I started watching Clone Wars. Any of it. I caught up on the whole thing and then was able to watch season seven live. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm late to the animated side of Star Wars, okay. but I, I, okay. I did really enjoy it. Also, what's was really dark and heavy about Clone Wars, the beginning of each episode is like a, a saying. Yeah. In each one, they're not like light sayings. Like, you know, <laughs> go touch grass. It's they're they're much heavier. Like, the warrior must bleed in order to know to, how to heal. Like, yeah. Shit like that. And it's like, this is a fucking kid show. Like, why are you quoting? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the art of war. War and peace. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, why are, you, why are you quoting this? It's just for fucking eight year olds. They literally do quote the art of war, though, right? Yes, they yeah. do. Like, <laughs> Like keep your like keep your enemy close. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Just what the fuck? There, there's some heavy shit in there. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, here's the answer to the trolley problem. <laughs> uh, Basically that. Yeah. I uh, loved seeing Chopper in live action. I gave him a cheer. I did want him to be a little bit more of a psychopath. Like I could have done with a little bit more murder from Chopper. Uh, but it was it was good to see. Like he was. I forget what it was. It was like some court hearing or something. Chopper got fucking pissed. He's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's exactly how it's. Oh, when C3PO came out, yeah. which that was a fun surprise. That, I was like, oh, that's C3PO. That's C3PO. That was My like, name is C3PO. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was really clever. Um, oh, but yeah, in that court hearing, someone was like, we can't take advice from a, a lowly droid. And Chopper's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Chopper's like, <laughs> click clack. <laughs> Click, click. <laughs> <Cha-ching>. <laughs> so good. Um, C3PO was cool. I don't Great think surprise. That, I don't think that was Anthony Daniels in the suit, but it was definitely his voice. It was but, definitely his voice. That dude's getting old. I don't know if he could get into that suit. He anymore. honestly looked, looked, maybe it's because it's been a while shorter. Yeah, it, like thinner. Like he looked like just a smaller 3PO. Yeah. But, uh, but that was really cool. And like, Hearing like Princess Leia set me or um, or general uh, Senator. Senator Organa or whatever. Is it Senator? I think it's Admiral. So, yeah. Something really high up. Yeah. General? No, oh, it's it higher above than general. general. Um, I think it was Admiral. Yeah. Uh, like she sent me, she said this, like you said, actually, here's the clearance. No, she, <laughs> she pulled some shit and is helping out hair. Like that was really cool. Like I, I felt carrie fisher there you know yeah like it was it was really well written and that was a, a clever way that I was think. a that was, i did not expect that at all no nope. i was like what a surprise yep 
Because the door opened, I went, that's fucking 3PO. And I went, oh, I'm 3PO. Th- th- yeah. Oh, my God, that is 3PO. <laughs> yeah. You're like, that's a protocol droid. <laughs> oh, that's 3PO. That's oh, a gold protocol 3PO. droid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't show those that often. Um, that was that was really nice. That was cool. Um, what else did I like? <laughs> I love the little turtle guys. <laughs> like another, another Star Wars show, another cute little alien. <laughs> like, but those ones are very fun. You like there's, them? there's a little baby <laughs> and my fiance was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, it's so good. Um, yeah, that They're was like very cute. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the mystical aspect of it. I saw the the night troopers that Thrawn had yes. that had like the night sister bandage. I'm like, oh, those are fucking zombies for sure. And then they weren't, but then they died and then they became zombies. I was like, I'm going to give myself half credit. <laughs> I, I definitely knew something was up with those guys. That was very cool. The the death trooper with the yeah. broken mask and the jaw. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was very cool. Um yeah, I think that uh, Anakin, obviously seeing Anakin was really cool. I'm trying to think of what other topics I had to talk about Ahsoka. I did have some things that I didn't love about it. Ooh, and not, oh yeah, to, not, to, it. not to poo-poo on, oh, on the show, because I do think the show is great, and I can't wait for more. But most of the problems I had happened in the finale. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I feel like they just set up so much emotional payoff, and then they all just kind of, eh. Payoff like, of what? So... Sabine trying to use the force the whole season and slowly like not even slowly just like not doing it over and over and over again and then I did think they did something really clever when they were riding the dogs in and they were getting blasted by the lasers like we need to use the force to open the doors and like three of them are using it so you're kind of like how much is Sabine really helping here? Like, is this just Ezra and Ahsoka? And Sabine's like, yeah, me too. I'm lifting too. Okay. And so like that kind of left it ambiguous. I'm like, that's really clever. Like three people trying to use the force and it works. So like, were were two people strong enough or was that really the third one helping? I think she made a, uh, she flipped a switch. She, she got her lightsaber. That was after that. So they open the doors to get into the tower. They fight their way up the tower. And then she was being held by the death trooper after the zombies oh, happen. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. when she that grabbed the lightsaber. She gets it. And that's like the, oh, the big moment. Like she got it. But it was, we've seen that. Like Luke did that with the Wampa, like the, the Wampa. Uh, and like, is that the lesson? Is that the moral of like, your life needs to be in danger? <laughs> then you'll unlock the force. <laughs> or like, she was trying to use it and there was something holding her back. And was it like, was she scared? Was she, there was so much pressure on her to find Ezra. And like, what was it that let her, what did she learn? And I think it was just her life was in mortal danger. So she could grab it. I don't know. I, thought, I don't know. I mean, like they don't explain that connection. They explain what it feels like. They explain that it takes training. They explain that it's, it's powerful. They yeah. don't explain the difficulty in it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, it was cool. I just think it could have been much cooler. I actually think, I think it would have been perfect if they just cut that scene out. Or like maybe if she like reached and the lightsaber came to her hand and then you see that like Ezra like popped it up to her, like Ezra gave it to her or something. Like they just didn't need that one part because I think the door opening was ambiguous and that was cool and that was new. I wasn't expecting something like that. And then after the run and jump i'll push you which is something that ezra and kane and jarris did a couple times in, in rebels so i was like oh that's a throwback that's pretty cool but damn he really has to trust her and, and ezra thought, was like are you sure are you sure and she was like i can do it 
that would have been a perfect first moment to use the force Ooh, like that jump yeah. and he's falling and she just goes yeet yeah. <laughs> like, and like if that was the first thing like i would have gotten chills like that would have been super cool that would have been yeah that would have been a bigger right payoff, instead right. it was More just stakes. like well i got my lightsaber stabbed yeah. yeah uh and then so it was like the wampa scene of just like i'm trying to reaching for my lightsaber and i get it combined with the the episode eight scene where ray throws the lightsaber yeah. to kylo he catches it and pokes the guy in the face yeah so it was like two kind of old things but like mashed together so like the mashing was cool but it was two things we've seen before with little to no emotional payoff now that you say that the emotional payoff of the push would have been better right yeah now that you say it also ezra in episode seven they get in that big cool fight and someone tries to hand him a lightsaber. Sabine says, here. And he goes, no. And he goes, nope, that's yours. And starts fucking people up yeah, with the force. And I'm like, this is dope. Yeah, We've never like, seen this it. before. I don't need it. And the next episode, he just builds one. Like, he just yeah. builds a new lightsaber. Well, like, that's supposed to be, like, a whole process. And he just puts together some old parts from a drawer. Like, Well, don't forget that that's essentially all of the components to build a lightsaber. Yeah. Right? Don't forget, that is, like, the lightsaber. That is, like, probably the only formal lightsaber building resource left in the galaxy <laughs> who yang's drawer of objects right because that was who yang's job so yeah uh, if you think about it that it makes sense that he went i ha- i ha- i have the ability to build my lightsaber now and he knew what he wanted yeah right yeah and that's when they talked about uh uh K- well what's his name canon canon yeah I don't yeah because of hockey i always say kale i think of kale mccarr <laughs> Kanan Jarris, UMass graduate. <laughs> Star defenseman, first round pick. Colorado Avalanche defenseman. Yeah, um, yeah and that's because that's, that's where they had that conversation. Yeah, that was very just, cool. Oh, yeah, your master was very similar in the same way you knew he needed him? to build yeah. his lightsaber. <laughs> oh, you knew him? Yes, I did. I knew every Padawan that built a lightsaber. Yes. I saw I saw this really funny YouTube video. Uh, it's worth looking up for anybody who wants to. It's like a, a, if Ahsoka had an 80s intro uh, thing. And it was like, coming this summer, Ahsoka. And it like and put like the VHS filter over all the scenes. And like it showed a scene of like Ahsoka smiling at the camera. So like <laughs> they just pulled together some really good scenes. And one of them was like featuring a 25,000 year old robot who has a memory lasting from basically the beginning of the Jedi era. Probably the most valuable resource in the galaxy. He's in charge of ship repair. <laughs> This is like very sarcastic and like pointed out some weird flaws. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the same thing with R2, right? R2-D2 technically has all the... Like, that's the thing He that, fucking knows who Darth Vader is. That's the thing. When R2 meets Luke, and yeah. they, it, it's just... it's just R2 knows. I was there when you were born. Yeah, R2 knows. Exactly. R2 knows all of it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but Hu Yang is like a full-ass character. He's like more human than like C-3PO. Like, he straight up talks and, like, gives speeches and has yeah. inflection and emotion and is played by David Tennant. <laughs> I also like just how old he looked. Yeah. The technology of droid. He looked like he's from, like, the 50s, if, like, yeah. in the real world. Like, yeah. he looks like like old school retro futurism kind of art. art Jetsons. Art deco stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. He looks like the Jetsons maid's, like, boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Be, yeah, exactly. Wow. That's, that's a good call. Um, even the eyes yeah the, like, like Jetson's expressive eyes, eyes and yeah, like expressive little shutters <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah the the there's a couple payoffs that are like oh okay i guess 
There was one Ahsoka thing that I forgot. Like the Ahsoka had some payoff that kind of felt meh to me. Um, and then like it kind of ends without a resolution in a lot of ways of like, okay, yeah, Thrawn wins. We knew that was going to happen. He needs to get back to the galaxy so he can have the next season of the Mandalorian and the movie that's going to tie everything yeah. up. Um, which we talked about that, right? Yep. When we anna- they announced those movies. So uh, clearly Thrawn is going to be the villain of that movie. Uh, that's very obvious now. Uh, they've been very slowly building him up. Um, yeah, I, I think I think for the most part, it was very good. It was very, very exciting. But there were just a few moments that fell flat in the finale for me, which is such a bummer because it just kept ramping up. And then there were a couple like, oh, mm. okay. Um, Deflated. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then one part, like just like writing logic, like just pissed me off so much when Ezra lands in the stolen Imperial ship on the New Republic transport. So he he escapes, right? He gets off Thrawn's ship once they get to the New Galaxy and he flies however long it takes to get to the New Republic thing. Could have been an hour. Could have been a couple days. He gets all the way there and he steps off the ship wearing full stormtrooper armor. What the hell? Why would you do that? <laughs> and then they all point guns at him. He's like, just kidding. It's me. <laughs> it's like, you moron. Uh, th- like, that just completely ripped me out of it. I was like, I get they're going for a reveal, but like, we know it's him. Why would they do that? Like, yeah. we as the audience know it's him. Um, but that was that was interesting. But I, And I also wanted uh, Hera and Ezra to like hug or something. Not just smile at each it other. It was just like, oh, my God. They All right, next smi- scene. They literally just smiled at each other. <gasps> and the last thing, uh, Zeb was in season three in The Mandalorian, but he wasn't in this. Like, he's part of the New Republic. We know he's doing stuff with uh, Captain was, Teva, who is I, in this. I was waiting. Yeah. I was just... So we got the Rebels. We got almost all the Rebels. Yeah, so where... Is, yeah, I felt this. We know you have the CGI capabilities. <laughs> you showed us. They blew us. the budget. Yeah. They blew the budget. They, they blew the budget said. with Hayden. They blew which, the budget. I will take Hayden over Zeb. Yeah, you can always bring Zeb in. Yeah, exactly. Season two, Zeb. Yeah. Which I think now Ezra's back with Hera and Carson's there. I think season two, Zeb. Maybe Mando season four, Zeb. Yeah. You know what I want still? Hmm. I still want a Top Gun Maverick level uh, movie, but of Rogue Squadron. I mean, that's kind of the second half of episode four. (laughs) Like... You've seen no. that video that compares Maverick yeah, to know, episode I know, four. I know, I know. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. I want like that kind of gritty realism behind it. We almost had that. I know. Rogue Squadron, I Patty know. Jenkins. Well, it's because I was thinking about Rebels again and how you first see Wedge. Yeah. And I was just, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good. The fucking tease. Yeah. Oh my God. That still, I think Rebels has the best space battle we've seen in live action. You think so? Yeah, uh, no, sorry. Did I say Rebels? Uh, Rogue One. Rogue the, Okay. The, the okay. space battle say, above Scarif. Rebels live action. Not, that's not, that, that's that's not, not live action. That's not a thing. <laughs> the space battle above Scarif is still the best space battle we've seen. With the Hammerhead Corvette smashing the Star Destroyer yeah. into the other Star Destroyer. The like the coordination, the use of the old footage. Gold Leader standing by. Yeah. Like straight from 77. Unused B-roll. Um there's so many good moments in that. And then like the That guy, uh that same director is is releasing that new movie that's coming out with uh Isaiah Washington. 
Uh, John David Washington. John, Mark, sorry, uh, Washington. Yeah. John David. Yeah. John yeah. David Washington. Um, A- AI or the maker. Yeah, the creator. The creator. Yeah. yeah. That looks cool. And the second they said, from the person who did Rogue One, I was like, oh, yeah, this looks exactly like it. Yep. <laughs> like, Sold. Gritty, like, <laughs> yeah. hard, realistic, like, yeah. you know, raw shots. Yeah. No, this is, yeah, it's matching up. It's matching up. Yep. Um. Okay. Rating Ahsoka. Go. <clears throat> Ooh. Uh, one out of ten. Let's go. Let's go. Number one out of ten. One out of ten. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you have do your it. number? Let's do it. You, do you have your number? I have a number. Uh, on the count of three? Oh, you want to do it at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of scale are we doing? Just straight numbers? Or can we do point, I'm doing, point fives? You could do points. It's a one out of ten. I'm not comparing this to movie ratings. Okay. So this is going to be my... I count my TV show ratings separately. Same. Okay. I have cool. a different IMDb account to rate TV shows because okay. I don't want them to be in the same list of movies I've rated. You ready? So point fives are allowed, but can we do like a point two? Because I don't like point twos, point threes, point sevens. Oh, I'm doing... Point zeros or point fives? Nope. I'm doing points, baby. I'm doing... I'm Full doing... points. I'm, yeah. All right. On the count of three. Okay. I'm doing a point five. All right. One, two, three... 8.47. You're doing a thousand point scale. 8.47. Yeah, cool. 8.5 for me. I think if they stuck the landing with the finale, it'd be a solid nine. It would contend against Andor. But I think... Andor is still just creme de la creme right now. Yeah. I also think season two of Mando is for like just pure fun and fan service. See, the season two finale of Mandalorian made me cry. So. I mean, season two Mandor was really the return of Boba as well. Yeah. That was really the return of Boba. And it worked. It was awesome. He was yeah. still a badass. Yeah. <laughs> that is my armor. He didn't meet the Power Rangers yet. <laughs> yeah. I want my armor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, cool. 8.5. 8. 8. We'll round you up to an 8.5. <laughs> that feels good. Um. Yeah, we'll see where it goes from here. What's next? Andor season two? Oh, no. Loki. Ske- well, Loki already started, but for yes. Star Wars, uh, Skeleton Crew, I think, is next. And we have the Acolyte. <laughs> Acolyte movie. I, I saw a trip. No, it's a TV show, I think. You told me it was a movie. I think it's a almost positive it's a TV show. It's a TV show. I'm going to say I'm 100% positive it's a TV show. No, you told There's me the no movie was. movies coming out. The prequel, besides, prequel, prequel, prequel to the universe with the, the Jedi. The Dawn of the Jedi. Is which we might see the creation of Hu Yang, but I think he was made shortly after the Dawn of the Jedi. So he may or may not be in that movie. That's a movie. Do That's we have a, a cast yet? Uh, no cast, but a director. I forget his name. I don't remember what he directed, but this I remember movie is, people saying. This movie's eight years out. <laughs> Maybe there's so After many the movies. strikes putting everything back. Oh, like yeah, a yeah, year. yeah, 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 100%. It's gonna there's be like eight years. Filoni's Mandoverse movie, which wraps up Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, uh, Skeleton Crew, and Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, and Ahsoka, yeah, because Skeleton Crew is in the same time frame. And is it? yeah, and they said some of the secondary characters from these other shows will appear as secondary characters in Skeleton Crew. What is Skeleton Crew again? Skeleton Crew is Stranger Things and Star Wars. So kids get lost on like an Imperial shipyard or something like that and get lost in deep space or something. And Jude Law is in it. And some. Oh, my God. What if this is what if they bring in the fuck? I know they won't because it doesn't. Well, they could because it's not canon. Oh, what, what are what, they what, called? What, what, what? The, oh, my God. They're like the biggest threat the Jedi faced. The Vu. The 
The voodoo. No, the voo. <laughs> the voo yang. The. Hold on, I'm going to look up. Star Wars Legends V. It starts with a V. VU. Try VU. Oh my god. Basically, they are a race that is not connected to the Force. Okay. So they were, you couldn't affect them with the Force. Yep. And they had advanced weaponry. Interesting. In the books, it they came and... Um, the Yuzhan Vong. There you go. Yuzhan Vong. I knew there was a V. Uh, in the books, Luke Skywalker, if I remember, had his Jedi because the Jedi Academy was up and running. And that's when they came and invaded. And they had to fight them off. Yeah. And they got their asses kicked. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were unable to use the force and they were immune to the force. They yeah. could not be sensed by the force. Exactly. So, so the you, Jedi didn't know they were out there until they showed themselves. And, but that also means you no, it means you couldn't sense when they were there to attack. Yeah. So they could just be right there. Yeah, exactly. They were like stealth <laughs> stealth bombers. Yeah, basically. Um That's really interesting. And they had advanced weaponry and they were like able to go toe to toe. Yeah. Because you couldn't impact them with the force. Yeah. That's cool. That would be interesting. That it was that was like a full on they invaded the galaxy, fought the Jedi and the New Republic. Yeah. Kind of storyline. Interesting. Um from what I've heard of Skeleton Crew, it's like ragtag team of kids lost, stuck on a spaceship or something. Feels like Stranger Things, feels like Goonies. Who's directing? Uh I don't I don't know about directing. It's a show, so it could be different directors for different uh, episodes. Okay. But it's probably like a few of the classic TV Star Wars TV directors. Bryce Dallas Howard will probably get one. Um, Deborah Chow maybe. Bring in the people who did Stranger Things. Let's see it. Sure, yeah. Let's see it. The the Duffers, the yeah. Duffer Brothers. Um, I'd love to see that. Uh, I'm gonna say this because it was in the teaser trailer, so I don't think it's a spoiler. Uh, there's a hint that Jude Law is Force sensitive and or an ex Jedi. Um, so that'll be cool. But he's like a guy they run into, I think. Um, and he's like mysterious. So that's cool. And then we have the Acolyte, which has a fucking stacked cast. Does it? Uh, it has Trinity from the Matrix as the main character. Uh, for Carrie Moss. Carrie Moss. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Um, I think as the main character. Uh, I can't think of the rest of the cast off my head. It's been a while since I looked it up, but absolutely stacked. Ken yeah. Reeves, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I think Daniel Kaluuya. Ethan Hawke. Uh, Kaluuya. Um, <laughs> Ethan Hawke, sure. Yeah, fucking throw them all in Leo. there. Yeah, George Lucas is in it. <laughs> wow, what a what is The Rock. Up? Yeah, he is, he is in it. He plays um, slightly aged up Baby Yoda. <laughs> How mad would you be if that happened? Not because if they did something so weird, there'd be a reason for it. So okay. I'd be I'd be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, Ahsoka, pretty good. Eight point five. Eight point four seven. Eight point four seven. So like an average of eight point eight point four eight five. Thank you. Um, so we have acolyte. We have skeleton crew. Then we have acolyte, and then we have a movie. Dawn of the Jedi. Yep. And I think they confirmed there's another season of Tales of the Jedi, which are the okay. really short episodes. Did you watch those? Those are like the three five-minute clips. Five-minute clips animated like the yeah. Clone Wars. Yeah. I've I them. loved them. It told like the story of young Ahsoka. It told Ahsoka from when she was literally born. <laughs> like it starts in the womb and then to her getting recruited by the Jedi. So really cool. 
And then there was a really cool Count Dooku story. When is the Daisy Ridley movie coming out? So that's the other one. Uh, to recap the movies that are announced, it's the Mandoverse movie, the Dawn of the Jedi, the fake episode 10 Daisy Ridley movie. It's Ray after episode nine. So fucking just call it episode 10, whatever. <laughs> they might call it episode 10. I don't think they gave it a name. But, and then okay. I'm so curious to that storyline. Yeah. Is like the, what is keeping gonna the Skywalker be? saga alive? Yeah. Which I, we don't need. We There's don't so need... many other corners of the Star Wars universe. You could start exploring. Yeah. They could do the old Republic. They could do the high Republic. They can do way in the future. They could do during the the main story that during the Skywalker saga, but on the other side of the galaxy. There's so much stuff they, they could, could do. They could do the Mandalorian Wars. They could do. Yep. Uh, they could do the first Mandalorian Jedi. Like they could do the creation of the dark saber type of stuff. They could do a. They could do like a Martin Scorsese criminal movie about Kessel <laughs> and sure. spice and Kessel not? spice. Like why not? Like let's see it. <laughs> the the kesselman instead of the irishman it'll be three and a half hours long the talk over de-aged robert downey jr as a uh, not robert downey jr robert de niro as like a blue alien i can already hear the talk the 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 voiceover just ever since i was a kid i wanted to be a smuggler (laughs) (laughs) i bet you're wondering how i got myself into this situation (laughs) uh it's called spice (laughs) they slammed the trunk of the millennium It's called spice. People can't get enough of this stuff. <laughs> you think I'm funny? Funny how? Funny like a Wookiee? <laughs> Do I make you laugh? <laughs> I make you laugh? No, no, I'm a funny guy. I'm a funny guy. Oh Tell me my how god! I'm funny. If only. I want Martin Scorsese to direct a Marvel movie. I want Martin Scorsese to direct a Star Wars movie now. <laughs> I would legit go to him and say, "I want you to do a a, a crime." drama thriller in star wars here's what i'll say i want you to do whatever you want it has to be in the star wars universe it needs to follow the rules of star wars unlimited budget there you go (laughs) i bet you it would be super practical effects not a lot of cgi it would be like a talkie like it would be just people sitting in a room talking about like (laughs) the morals of the high republic versus the the first order oh you know what else is a thing that's that's apparent that's i believe happening yeah the young Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Donald Glover. We just heard about that show. He is he has been hired to write with his brother, I think. I think he's going to script for a young Lando show. I think he's I th- I think the idea that everybody spoke about of hey, you have Billy Dee Williams in a cantina talking about old stories and then it's just Oh yeah, that reminds me of this time I went on this adventure with a <laughs> a nice piece of ass. <laughs> Eight ball cut, of spice. Cut and, to Lando and the Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> so glad this is an audio podcast. That was so inappropriate. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. This is our Ahsoka episode, everybody. We are doing Woo. a new thing where we're going to talk about shows after they're done. So Loki just started. I watched episode one. I really liked it. So I'm already really excited to talk about where it goes. But we're going to talk about other stuff until it's done. So we don't have a bunch of random choppy episodes where we talk about a show. That's why we saved Ahsoka to now. Um, But we got tons of other stuff. Uh, We've been building up a list of silly topics to talk about for next week. So I think next week will be a mixed bag. So join us for that. Uh, Thank you for all the ratings. And thank you for sharing with your friends. And see you next week. Toodaloo. Bye.
It's a sound check. It's a sound check. It's a sound check. Everybody, come on. It's a sound check. Do what you do on the sound check. I thought I was going to get more creative than that. It worked. It worked.